Here they come! Hello, and welcome to episode 116 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average, or duff. I'm your host, Eric Moore, and today I'm joined by Kelly Hogaboom to look at the effects of Shin Godzilla. The action time is a factor in this, so please pay attention. Hello, Kelly. Hey, good evening, Eric. Good afternoon. Um, yes, first of all, I want to start this, uh, this episode by saying thank you, uh, Kelly, because it's because of you that this episode is actually happening. Awesome. Because, um, you know, I, I like Godzilla films. I like big monster films. I'm not a huge fan like our friend Ian Marchant is. Um, but I am a fan. But I had never, ever, ever heard of Shin Godzilla until you posted on your Facebook page. <laughs> about how you were watching it again and what a blast you have watching it. Yeah. No, I love it and I'm I've probably only seen a total of maybe maybe 12 Godzilla films, so I'm definitely not an expert. But this this film is kind of a standout for me, so I'm glad you watched it. So, how did you find out about it? How did you learn about it? Well, my oldest child Phoenix is he likes Godzilla quite a bit. And so when I the trailer for Shin Godzilla came out a few years ago, I kind of clicked on the trailer and the monster looked so odd to me. And it, I just thought, OK, I probably don't want to watch this one. But then Phoenix was somehow got the skinny that it was a pretty cool film. So we watched it together and it's one of his favorite monster films. So we've watched it a few times together. See, all I know, as I say, all I know was, yeah, you started talking about Shin Godzilla, and I think you posted some pictures up to illustrate the point, and it's like, that is one freaky-looking monster. And then I looked into <laughs> it a bit more, and then I realized that the guys behind it were the guys who were behind uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is one of my favorite animes. Okay. And it's like, um... oh, this, 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 this might be worth a go, and... And, and that was a good excuse to get it. And then as soon as I watched it, it's like, oh, we've got to do this on um, Effectively Speaking. Because, of course, we don't very often do CGI modern films, do we? Um, no. And you don't do a lot of kaiju films, do you? Like Not yet. No, I mean, a, a, a couple <laughs> of weeks ago, you know, Ian and I did the very first Godzilla. But we will be coming back to more kaiju films, both modern ones and, you know, the more heritage era mm -hmm. ones, you know. But I thought this would be a good good one. I mean, we've got, as I say, a couple of weeks ago, anybody that likes Godzilla that might have missed the Ian one, uh, we've got that a couple of issues, a, a couple of editions ago. Here we are now. Um, we kind of like skipped over the American ones. I think we're going to do uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters okay. some, at some point. But no, I thought this would be a nice, a nice uh, bookend to Ian's one. So here we go. I, I went out, I bought it. I got it on Blu-ray. Oh, wow. Um, which I do recommend. Um, um, the Blu-ray looks fantastic. You get two Blu-rays. You get the, the Japanese Blu-ray, uh, the ja Japanese language Blu-ray, and then you get the English language 
Blu-ray, which has all the extras on it, okay? Okay. And uh, I alluded to it on the Ian episode. Uh, We mentioned that you and I will be doing Shin Godzilla, and and I'd already told Ian, um, normally when I watch any any, uh, foreign language film, I prefer to watch it in the original language with English subtitles, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And this is what I tried doing with Shin Godzilla, but I had to stop because... I couldn't keep up with it. Ian it's, could. Yeah. I don't know it, if you could. I could, but it is very fast paced and there is a tiny bit of translation issues kind of. And there's kind of a lot of political commentary happening in all of that mm. fast paced dialogue. And so I totally hear you on that. Mm. But also, I mean, I, the problem that I was having was because I didn't realize looking into it, I now know that the director said to the actors, talk very fast, because that's mm-hmm. what politicians do. They do. They talk very fast, and they talk over the top of each other. Because you've got an awful lot of squabbling in this film, haven't you? With yes. all, the, all the ministers all disagreeing. <clears throat> and also, it's, very, it's a very quirky film. It's a very funny film. Um, and everything is labelled. So if somebody's going down a corridor, you've got a title saying that, you know, and then this room, and then that room. So you've got that flashing up on the screen as well as the English subtitles. And after a while, it's like, I can't keep up. So I actually had to transfer over, watch the rest of it, English, English dub, and then go back and watch it. Once I knew what was happening, and I didn't have to focus so much on what was happening, and then enjoy it in the uh, original version. Right on. Yeah, I've probably seen it three or four times by now. And the first the first go through all of the scenes there's so many scenes that where people are in a big conference room bickering like you say and the first time i watched the film i found i felt like those were slowing the film down mm-hmm. but as i was coming to like three quarters of the way through the film i realized that was a major part of the film the the plot was more involved than, than certainly than any other godzilla film i've seen so mm-hmm. you know watching it a few times after that i had more appreciation for all of those you know, bickering scenes, like you say. Yeah. And what I didn't know at all, because I didn't pick up from it from your comments, and I hadn't gone on IMDb or read any reviews, is it, there is an awful lot of comedy in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, not, not, not slapstick comedy, like you've got in some of the, you know, the 60s Godzilla films, but for instance, like all the rooms, you know, they'll have a meeting, and it's like, right, now we've got to go to such and such a room, and you cut... And they're just in a different room. <laughs> right, <laughs> the, right. The conversation is continuing. And I love the prime minister in this. I mean, he was so out of his depth, you know. And I love the way every time he said something, he's immediately contradicted. So he'll go on national television and say, yeah, this creature can't stand up. Cut to it standing right. up. You know? Right, right. <laughs> now, I felt so sorry for him. But it, it, I thought it was very similar to the very first Godzilla because the very first Godzilla, there's not much Godzilla in it. And it is an awful lot of talking and what are we going to do and planning and stuff like that right. isn't it yeah you know and i i mean some of your listeners are going to know so much more about godzilla you know analysis than we do but i do mm. know that you know almost all the films are fairly they're you know political or they're kind of commenting on relationships between you know japan and the u.s and mm-hmm. you know russia and china and um you know i read a few analyses and a lot of them kind of lost me because I'm not I'm not a history buff, but this film was making a lot of political commentary and had a, a total tone to it. It was more political than I think even the original, which had the you know that was the nuclear threat and the mm-hmm. you know resentment against the United States and so um, 
pretty cool stuff, really. Uh, but even if you weren't interested in that aspect, um, like you say, there's a lot of comedy with the, the sort of buffoonery of the bureaucrats mm. in the film. Yeah, yeah. Now, you asked me earlier on today, um, you know, what uh, special effects sequence we're going to do. Um, and I thought we would just look at that, that the film as a whole, like okay. we did um, um, just recently with Dark Star, you know. Mm. And uh, so I thought we would just go, go through the film. Uh, unfortunately, we'd have to miss out a lot of the comedy and, and the characterization and um, the, the, the plots leading up to how they figure out they can defeat the guy. Um, and, and just look at the segments where the special effects are, if that's okay with you. Sounds great. seems to have been down. Oh, there's no way. That's impossible. The target is shooting some unidentified weapon from the front. Bomber 2 and Bomber 3 will circle in from behind. Payback time. Roger. Payback. The first effects we have is this huge water spout um, that we have out in the bay there, followed by this red goo um, in the tunnel, in the car tunnel that goes under the water. Um, do you think it's meant to be blood? Is, do, is this uh, meant to be blood? I, I took it as blood, but like not normal blood. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I mean, I was very much reminded. And, and later on, when the goo is coming out of his gills as he's going <sighs> down the street, you know, again, in Neon Genesis and a lot of the animes, you do have this icky goo coming out of suits or out of creatures you see so i think it's a nod back to that that approach you know yeah this film has a lot of body horror i feel like it had more of that than any other godzilla film i'd seen and that's one reason my kid liked it and um, i don't know if you got to see some of the unused um art and you know animatics that they were going mm -hmm. to use for the film but there was even more gross kind of yes. goo and eyeballs and teeth and all of that well, that, that, a lot of that is down to one individual, but we'll come to him when we get to behind the scenes, mm -hmm. all right? So, yeah, we've got this goo in a tunnel. We get a hump in the water. We don't, again, just like the very first Godzilla, you just see bits of Godzilla to begin with, uh, and this huge tail coming out of the water. Mm -hmm. and, and, of course, he hasn't got a name at this point. He's just called a giant un unidentified life form. Um <clears throat> And all these experts that the PM has asked to come in, the biologists and that, um, they don't have a clue what it is, of course. Um, and you've just got this red water mark heading towards the Tamara River. And uh, the first real special effects we get, our first glimpse of Godzilla is... And this is what I like about this film. Is things just happen. There's no build-up to it. There's no, <laughs> right. look, look. Right. You, just, you just cut to a scene where you've got this, this inland river, you know, with roads either side and buildings and there's just something <laughs> you don't even know what it is barging all these boats out the way and it's coming towards the camera and effects wise it's terrific it looks it real doesn't it you my know? my husband and i we rewatched this last night and with our with our oldest and 
Ralph said, I can't tell what's CGI and what's models. Like I can tell there's some model work, but but like those boats, that looks rock solid. And that was quite a scale of a scene, you know, it was massive. Mm. They do. I mean, you know, when you see, you know, like the Dark Knight films, you, you, you know, Christopher Nolan, he built these things and he had them pulled on wires and then it was augmented with CGI. But I don't know if they actually did this. I don't know if these are real boats that, that I don't know, that you've got some, <laughs> some device behind it pushing them out of the way. But they certainly do look real. Yes. And also, I want to point out that with one notable and awesome exception, all of these special effects are happening in broad daylight. Yes. Which is so different, and I kind of respect the film more for that, because like a lot of movies, once it gets dark and it starts raining, it's like, oh, here comes the CGI, right? So Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were saying, Ian and I were saying, that that helped immeasurably in the first Godzilla to have it at night in the rain, because it's a man in a rubber suit. Right. Now with CGI, you're not bothered, you're not hampered by uh, that. So yeah, broad daylight, lovely sunny day, boats being knocked out of the way, uh, you know, um, and you just see a bit of his dorsal spines. That's all you ever see of him in this first bit. Um, because then we cut to this, uh, this uh, uh, a girl called, is it Ogasira, who, who thinks it's, that it's a marine creature uh, with gills but legs like a lungfish, and they don't think that it can come on land. Um, right. <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, they, they reckon its weight would crush its feet. There's no way it could ever stand up, let alone walk. And um, I like how the, the, the Prime Minister has to go and get his uniform on. Um, you mean the little it. blue suits that they're wearing or something yes. else? <laughs> yeah, those were odd. I feel Are like they those, real? I don't know. I, I feel like they were sort of... Um, used as a plot device like this is the old guard right these are the mm. old you know so yeah he and his old older cabinet you know members are up in these sort of yeah blue kind of not military but like jumpsuits <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. are really weird aren't they yes yeah yeah he, he puts on this uniform the destruction's continuing um in wide shot um and we get this brief glimpse of a huge eyeball uh, this this freaky big round eyeball. I think what we'll be talking about is face in a minute. But the eye, at least in this first couple of versions of Godzilla, is his eye is just amazingly odd. Yeah. So wow. So that's what we liked. Is there's basically four forms of the creature during the film, and we're now on the second form. We had the aquatic form, and now he's mm. he flopped onto land, and he's kind of pushing with his back legs with and his belly shimmying kind of quite clumsily and quite destructively and he has these big they look like fish eyes you know yes. they're really big and flat and kind of i mean extremely eerie the eyes yeah. all of the creatures have great eyes in this film very scary see yeah this is the point where we do sim. Just just before that you've got the PM on TV saying no 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 way no way of it danger uh, uh, is there any danger of it coming ashore and then somebody whispers in his ear and he goes it has <laughs> yeah and that's when we see it now you, you know i love special effects i've always loved special effects and you get a new monster film and you go oh that's a cool design but it, it's not very often where i stop and i go what the hell is yeah. that you know i mean i had it with john carpenter's the thing you know yeah. the first time you see that and it's like good god what is that and that this shot this freakish it's the word i've got written down here freakish uh proper glimpse we get of him it's the yeah it's these huge bulbous eyes it's that open mouth which makes it almost look like he's smiling 
Um, and it's the waddle as he's pushing yeah. him his front along by his back legs. And you just you get like, what? <laughs> you know? I thought I was watching a Godzilla film. That, that's not Godzilla. What the hell is right. this? Yeah, yeah, so that's so I don't know if it has an official name, but what everyone is calling the second form is Kamatakun. And he also has these really disgusting, uh, he has a long neck, but these like big gills that mm-hmm. almost look like um, like sliced up steak. Like this, this they is, do. Yeah. And um, he's extremely unnerving looking. And he's got the spikes, which kind of uh, pull him back into sort of what we think of as a Godzilla monster. Yeah. But you're right. He, he doesn't look like a Godzilla. Uh, and I want to point out, which we haven't yet, this is the first Toho reboot. Uh, so yes. I think at this point it was like the 32nd Toho film or 31st, 32nd, and they'd never rebooted. So here, this this creature is not, there is no Godzilla that's existed no. before in this universe. So, no. right. Yeah. In all the other Toho films, it's either been a sequel to what's been before or there's a reference back to what's happened before. It's all in the same continuity. But yeah, this is an out-and-out reboot. In this universe, they've never seen Godzilla before. This is the very first appearance. And yeah, you say about these gills that look like sliced steaks. That's the point where we get this. The camera's down low looking up at the gills as they come past and just disgorging buckets of this goo onto, onto the ground, you know? Um, and, you, you, you know, the director has said, you know, um, he, he wanted to provide the most terrifying Godzilla that Japan's cutting edge special effects movie making can muster. And I think I think they succeeded, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's great. It's it's creepy. It's gross. And it's very it doesn't have a personality. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem to have intelligence. That was another thing that made it sort of scary for me. It's just it's just barreling through Tokyo for no reason. It's funny you should mention that because I've I've just watched it again uh, this evening before doing this recording and I watched it and I watched it to the end and watching it again I'm thinking I've got no sympathy for him usually no. you know when the bad guy dies King Kong or whatever when when it dies at the end you know you you feel sympathy you know that man has destroyed this uh the, 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 this piece of nature but yeah 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 that that, that there is no character to Godzilla is there no I feel like this is the only one I've seen where it was literally more of a horror film than Mm. any of the others I mean even the first one is it's the first one's sad and overwhelming and upsetting but it doesn't have some of the horror values that this one does so yeah from the very beginning the monster is not sympathetic and the monster gets more sinister as the film goes on so right now yeah right now he's just kind of a clumsy kind of gross like amphibious creature right mm, yeah and yeah, yeah you know he has no motive he hasn't come in to just destroy man he's not after revenge or anything like that he's not just yet flop- <laughs> not yet he's just flopping around and right. um but brilliant effects as the buildings are toppling over you yeah. know um, and he kind of does these um like you said, he pushes up and he just goes over the top and knocks down these high-rise apartments, and it shows a family getting crushed, and he, yeah, you know it, it's awful. It's it's very clear that the people are dying when he does that first push himself up at that tall building, but then it collapses. Yes, you see the family, yeah, with young children, and the and the the, the floor tilts, and it's quite evident that that they're dead now. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, 
while this is happening, we've got all these subplots going on. New, new characters are being introduced as they're, you know, preparing for war. You know, they can't attack the creature until there's been an evacuation of that area. Um, and so we're going to fast forward past all those bits and back to Godzilla because... Uh, he, <laughs> we don't have time, start- actually, to talk yeah, about yeah. all of that. <laughs> yeah. He starts to stand up. And uh, as he starts to stand up, he's got these stubbly little arms. They're ba- barely arms at all. Um, falls over and and then he stands up again and he ripples red all over this 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 ripply red effect and gives his first roar you know the the the, the classic godzilla roar and they say and they say it's evolving don't they right yeah And, and i think that um i mean they used a lot of music and and sound effects from uh, the original or mm-hmm. previous films, and I think his first roar, where he really throws his head back and opens his mouth, is the actual original. Um, That's the Godzilla very roar. first yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they tweak it and make it, you, you know, more unique for right. the rest of the film. But yeah, so he's standing up, um, um, and after he's given that first roar, his face now has changed. You know, it's much more of the traditional original Godzilla face at this point. Still massive eyes. Uh, but the, the, the profile of his face is, is more your traditional Godzilla. But he's got this gaping gap between his neck and his chest. This huge chunk missing yeah. out. Um, I don't quite understand that. But... It was almost bird-like to me. Do you know what I mean? Like it has oh, where like, it goes breast, right like a breastbone kind yeah, of. That, it, mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> St- and still got those tiny little arms at this point as well, hasn't he? Well, is this where they fold out? And start and get the claws? No, not just yet. No, I don't think it's at this point. I think still it is quite the first small. transformation where his... Oh, is his, it? Yeah. When they and start... That, yeah, and he becomes more upright, I mean, at this point. Um, yes. He's very, yes. very uh, unnerving with his, like you say, the skin. And mm. then you start to see this sort of flame effect, yes. like almost like he's got lava inside of his body. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm watching a clip now, and his little creepy arms come out. He's got little tiny hands. It's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> it is fantastic, and it's at this point the helicopters flying and mm-hmm. and, and and face off against him. And he's just standing there, but they can't fire. I, I like the way that they're just about to fire, but they can't fire because there's still civilians in the area, and you've got one person it's... giving another one a piggyback. Yeah, it's know? an old. It's like an old man giving an old lady a piggyback across the train tracks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's your civilians, yeah. And he roars at this, and uh, but then he goes back off into the bay, very much like the very first Godzilla. He comes ashore, uh, does a bit of destruction, and goes back into the water, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So we got to fast forward quite a bit to where he m- emerges. Now, he's much more evolved now, you know, and uh, much bigger. In fact, this is the biggest Godzilla there has been. They deliberately made him bigger than the uh, twenty fourteen version. Right, the I think he version. was like twenty feet bigger, and then this latest Godzilla King of the Monsters, he's like four foot. They just keep making him just a tiny bit bigger, which is so ridiculous. <laughs> They've added four it, feet to him. Yeah, four feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not going to make a difference. <laughs> and his face, I, I, I love this final face. Um, it. It is very mean now. I mean, yes. his eyes are now tiny, aren't they? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And and all those teeth. Godzilla nev- never had this sharp, pointed teeth like this. Yeah, and he's got a small head now. Very. Yes. Um, 
and really thick legs and the tail, the biggest tail, I think, of any Godzilla by far, right? Very long. The tail is, um, I don't know, like it's longer than Godzilla's body by, you know, two times or something. I don't. I don't know why. Why he's not overbalanced at this, you know. I know, but, right? uh, Yeah, yeah. But yeah, here he goes. Off he goes again. He's on his way to Tokyo. Fantastic aerial shots where you're looking yes. down at him, and you, you know there he is in the city with this swathe of destruction that he's carved out behind him. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was very cool. And at this point, he now does look like lava. Like he's got a black, crispy skin mm. with all these little fissures in his body that have red. He's yes, yeah. yeah. And and he doesn't move his arms. That that is just so bizarre. They're mm. just sort of, you know, he's got his hands up and they just kind of stay there. Just it's very, stay there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, they've set up a line of defences, haven't they? They've got this uh, th th this zone that the whole area is evacuated now, and uh, and off off we go. The the first attack happens, and we have got phase one: the uh, helicopter gunships. And I love the fact that they open fire. They're all in this terrific straight line of gunships, just shooting machine gun fire at him, and he just stands and watches. He's right. not phased by it at right. all. Right. Um. And then they open up open fire with the missiles and his head disappears in this big cloud of black smoke but he's still unharmed mm -hmm. and meanwhile the tanks are aiming for his legs and and then the artillery opens fire and like you said earlier this is all in broad sunny daylight so you see mm -hmm. everything don't you mm -hmm. yeah yeah and all they manage to do really is just to stop him advancing um and in come fighter planes dropping bombs Okay, and and I guess he perceives that these are a threat because he has this silver eyelid, Ugh. which which flips over just before he's about to uh, get hot, which so I this, think is a really nice touch. This scene is our favorite scene. It mm -hmm. happens literally right in the middle of the movie, and now it finally is nighttime. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I got from this that this is the first time he's actually hurt because they drop our bombs or whatever into like openings in his back and there's an explosion and there's blood and he actually blood everywhere yeah. yeah and he roars in pain and then he just goes um ape shit <laughs> like yeah. he gets this creepy eyelid yeah his mouth splits open yeah i mean this scene was so scary it was so great yeah and and i tell you what's lovely in it as well is the music you've got this yes. choral music yes. um starts up uh, yeah his spine starts to glow purple and uh, and you know i just think it's excellent this choral music starts the glow starts in his open mouth and then his lower jaw splits open a bit like the predator's more yeah uh, splits open and 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 the glow gets brighter and brighter he breathes smoke and then it turns purple doesn't it yeah yeah, and off it goes. <laughs> oh, no, no, before the purple, we get the flame, doesn't it? It ignites, and we have that beautiful shot of the flame just pouring down the streets and between the buildings. Yeah, he has, like, a laser, kind of, that comes out of his mouth, and then there's this screeching, um, sort of high-pitched uh, atomic noise, I guess. Yes. It's purple, like you say, and he's glowing. And this is the scene where the the bunch of the old cabinet gets killed because he flushes all this flame yep. um, through the city. I mean, just the destruction here is like, you know, massive. It's just so much more than what we've seen. 
And I like what you say about the music because up until now, there's been a lot of sort of action music. And whenever the the young crew of people are trying to get together to, to solve the problem, there's this really like rock and roll kind of mm-hmm. high energy. But like you say, this is like a spooky, like bombastic choir. And it's very eerie at this point. Mm. The, the, this purple ray of destruction that he's firing with, as you say, this high pitched sound effect. Um, and, and, and he's swinging around and he's just slicing through skyscrapers and everything. Yeah. This is directly Neon Genesis. This is exactly okay. what the big robots and the monsters do in that anime. Exactly the same. But this is it in live the real action. world, if yeah, you like. Yeah. yeah, live action version. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah, um, you, you've got these um, American planes. They're the ones who are dropping these big bombs. And... Um, he, he, he bends over, and suddenly we see something he hasn't done before. Suddenly, he's got these extra rays come out of his spines and just go whoop, up into the, up yeah. into the sky. because I think, and so, you know, there's some political commentary here, too, because the Americans finally pissed him off with, with their decisions of how to attack him. But they, he, I think what his forward beam gets a, a plane or two, and so the Americans are like, um, payback time will we'll come at him from behind, right? And yes. and that's when he's like, you thought, <laughs> like he's yeah. he gets them in this whole new way, which was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but be- just before that though, one of my favorite shots in the whole film, you got this terrific shot of Godzilla, and it, he's he's face on towards us, and there's just a wall of yellow flame behind him. He's just. Yeah. You know, he's just superimposed over it. It's, it's just a, a stunning shot, that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, he, eventually this ray burns itself out and just goes back to being a flame. I like the way it's like degrees of heat. So he starts off with smoke, it becomes flame, and then it becomes this, they yeah. call it photons later on. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, <laughs> as the, he goes back to just flame, you know, the heat's gone, so his normal eyelid, the the silver eyelid, goes back, and he's got normal eyes. And it oh, just and comes. He had a tail, a tail beam too. Um, oh, that's coming beam. up. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's before he burns himself out. He he's whipping his tail around and just yeah. He's quite a. There's no way to approach him, right? He, yes. He's gonna get you, right? Yeah, and I'd like the way you know he he stops and he has a rest, and that of course gives the. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, all the uh, humans a chance to work out what they're going to do about him um, <clears> with <throat> this coagulant that they're going to be doing. Right. Um, and and so yeah, they've worked out you know uh, this this many stage attack, and this is becomes like an animation now you know because this is almost a lot of it reminded me of thunderbirds or something like that where you've got all these different vehicles that are going to be used one after the other going in in waves. Right. You know, against him, you know. Um, and this uh, first stage, uh, are these, uh, it's a diversion of bomb trains. The fact that they've got these remote control trains that they just fire towards him and let off underneath his feet, which uh, it's handy that he's by the, uh, by the train tracks, right. don't you think? <laughs> he's hanging out by the station. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and the whole point of this is they're trying to wear him out, aren't they? They're trying right. to just wear him out and weaken him because the bombs go off at his feet and then you've got these uh, US drone planes come in, don't they, next? Mm-hmm. Which are blasted by his dorsal, uh, dorsal beams. And, uh, 
And then he runs out of dorsal power at that point. And that's when he switches to his tail beam. I think that's when he, he turns off his spine beams and switches to his tail beam. And all the humans are like, what's going on? <laughs> and, right. like and he's well, no, firing he, out he of definitely, his He definitely had the tail beam earlier, I remember, at the nighttime oh, did he? scene. Yeah, oh, he right. definitely did. Okay. But yeah, he's... he's uh, you know, whipping, he's giving it everything he's got. He's, he's starting to get fatigued and they've got, is that when they've got the weird, what was, what kind of cranes were the, they, this is where, like you were saying, where they kept having text on the screen and they were describing these cranes and I yeah. wasn't understanding what kind of cranes those were at all. Well, they just call them the crane platoon. Okay, right. but bef before the crane platoon arrive, they uh, they blow up all the buildings around him, don't they, right. to make the buildings fall on top of him. And the first couple fall on him, but he just gets back up. But then, uh, yeah, a couple more land on top of you, and he and he's like knocked out. Right. And and that's when they drop the uh, the cruise missiles going. <laughs> you know? And and you know, I, th the effects are, are top notch because yeah. you know. Um, they're very real, you know. Um, I mean, yes, it's CGI, and yes, it's done very well, but you haven't got what you get with a lot of modern CGI films where you've got flashy cuts or zooms in or stuff like that. You know, the actual cinematography is pretty realistic. Yeah, and I, I totally agree, and I totally love that it was daytime. I will say there's one huge problem, and that is that there's just no dust in the air after they've toppled buildings and... You know, yeah, as, as we know from the, you know, what happened on September 11th here, you have a cl cloud of dust for days. You know what yes. I'm saying? So, yeah. but the, obviously the film couldn't, you know, there's, they'll show a little bit of dust and it's totally clear in the next shot. But yeah. besides that, it's, it just looks, like I said, for being CGI, it looked absolutely real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's down at this point. He's knocked out. And yes, it's great fun as this crane platoon go in. And uh, so, yeah, you've got these cranes, you've got these vehicles with the crane arms uh, supported by all these tanker uh, uh, vehicles which are following them. And they start to inject this coagulant into his open mouth. Mm -hmm. um, and he starts to glow purple and, and destroys the, the, the whole platoon with one blast out of his mouth. And, uh, and um and, you know, he's, he's off. He gets up, but he's slowing down because it's starting mm -hmm. to work, isn't it? This coagulant right. is starting to work. And so they send in more train bombs uh, to knock him over. And uh, in go the second and third platoons of cranes. And, uh, yeah, as I say, I mean, he's got no character. And because he's got no character, you don't feel much sympathy for him. He's just sat <clears> there or laying there with his mouth open. It looks like he's at the dentist. You've got all these, like... <laughs> Yeah, you know, metal wires going into his mouth as they uh, uh, filling him up with coagulant, and he twitches from time to time. And uh, they reach one hundred percent, and uh, he bites down on the cr cranes. This is his last gasp, really, isn't it? He bites right. down on the cranes, cr cranes stands up, roars, and it's at that point that he freezes, mm -hmm. and that's the end of Godzilla. Uh, because then we've got all the wrapping up with the humans and we fast forward to the end. And at the end, you've got this slow pan up his tail uh, to see the creatures which are like form his tail at the very yeah. top, you know. And which, <clears throat> I watched the film many times to look to see if those creatures were there earlier and they weren't. So no. it's almost like he was mutating right towards the end of his life. Like even when he freezes and fossilizes... 
like you're not seeing those, but they've come out there and it's very gruesome. Mm. Mm. So it's open-ended and I love open-ended films. You know, if, if they don't make another one of uh, a Shin Godzilla film where you find out, you know, he thaws out or whatever, that's fine to think, well, what the heck was that? And, you know, if they hadn't stopped him, was that gonna, was he going to start mm-hmm. producing little baby Godzillas? What was going to happen there, you know? Yeah, and um, they've also got the the nuclear threat from America because that was part of the plot. We didn't discuss pretty much any of the plot, but you know, the one of the characters says if he starts moving again, America's going to count down and yeah. drop drop a nuclear weapon on us. And I yeah. think the film was totally setting up for a sequel. I have no idea if it's going to happen, but um, you know, there's there's a lot that's left hanging. Let's say. Yes, yes, indeed, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, in we'll go to behind the scenes, and of course, this this film w- was born out of the success of the American legendary twenty fourteen mm-hmm. one, and uh, Toho announced, you, you, you know, that they were going to do this film for twenty sixteen because you know they were very pleased with the success of the American version, um, and. Uh, but the stipulation was that this Shin Godzilla was going to have no ties to the legendary right. monster verse, which you know they've started, haven't they? They've set all it all oh, up now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. And as you said, it is a hard reboot of the Toho series. Okay. And they also announced that the film would be co-directed by I'm terrible with names Hideaki Anno and Shinji Higuchi who are, as I say, are the people who uh, collaborated on Neon Genesis Evangelion, okay? <clears throat> so um, Anno would be writing the screenplay and Higuchi would be directing the film's special effects, right? Now, the new design for Godzilla was a guy by the name of Mahiro Maeda, all right? And the person who provided the maquette, and I'm sure is responsible for the freakiness of the look to Shin Godzilla is a hero of mine, okay, called Takeyuki Takia, okay. Now, if you want to type that into Google, right, um, you might have an idea of where I'm coming from. Do you want me to spell it out, or do you? Yeah, think you I can do have a go actually. Yeah, no, go right. for it. Here we go. T A K A Y U K I, right. That's the first name, and then T A K E. Y A. Okay, got it. Right, and then if you go Google Image, now the reason he's a hero of mine is back in the nineties, eighties, nineties, two thousands, he produced a series of model kits. Okay, mm. and if you scroll down there, an awful lot of what you're seeing are the model kits that he was producing under a uh, a company banner called Future F E W T U R E, and they produce these. Very strange, very bizarre, uh, freakish um, characters. Can you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, like I see an, an Iron Man that is an alien, for instance. Uh-huh. Yeah, very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, and they, they, they did, like, he did um, um, versions of anime subjects, like Devil Man and that, but made more freakish. And in an awful lot of his sculptures, um, you do have body horror, you do have... Um, you know, one body morphing into another, you know, very much like Rob Boteen was doing on The Thing. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, that his influence was massive, particularly on that second stage 
uh, yeah. of Godzilla. You know, I can totally see it. And particularly the end of that tail, because I've built kits by this guy and they have these like overlapping bodies merged one into the other. So I wouldn't be as at all surprised if, yeah, he, he his input was more than just doing the maquette. And there's just so much um, <clears throat> art out there like that, that they made before the film. Like there's a lot of material. So if someone liked the look of the monster and you wanted to see what was deleted, what, you know, what wasn't kept in, what was left on the cutting room floor, there's a lot. Um, you know, I'm looking at a 20 minute video and it's got so much imagery we didn't see, but it was, you know, meant for the film. So it's just amazing. Mm. Mm. Now, they, when they announced this, you know, and they went into production, you know, they did consider using um, um, puppets or animatronics um, and a uh, man in a suit. They even considered a man in a suit at one point. Um, and they did make a, uh, like an, a, an upper body animatronic, um, but it went, um, it went unused because Toho decided to go fully uh, CG right. for it. Okay. Which is a shame, but if if you get the Blu-ray, I don't know if it's available on YouTube, and you see behind the scenes, you can see what they were going for. And actually, that that um, animatronic was almost identical to what they came up with mm -hmm. in in CGI. Um, but there was a guy called Manside Namura, okay, and he provided the motion capture uh, for Godzilla. And on the Blu-ray, you see him there, and yeah, he's just in a uh, motion capture bodysuit, but he's got a, good, a Godzilla mask on, and he's got the dorsal spines. And, and, and it's quite, you know, charming to see him being Godzilla with a Godzilla mask on, <laughs> cool. you know? Um, and yeah, I mean... Also, I mean, you, the, the original Godzilla, you know, uh, there were nod, back, nods back to, you know, the threat of nuclear, uh, the nuclear bomb and everything. But this film, the inspiration was drawn from the uh, nuclear meltdown right. at the power plants, you know. Yeah, the Fukushima uh, disaster, yes. 2011, right. That's it. And uh, also the uh, Tohoku earthquake and tsunami mm -hmm, as well. Right. And, and you can totally see that with all those, the way those boats are. And, and the right. cars are just being pushed along. You know, you substitute Godzilla for a wave, and, and that could right. be real-life footage, couldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, the film was the highest-grossing live-action Japanese film of 2016 and became the highest-grossing Japanese-produced Godzilla film of all time. And uh, it received 11 Jap Jap Japanese Academy Awards and won seven, including Picture of the Year and Director of the Year. Um, when I first started looking into it, I don't know where I saw it, but I, I saw an interpretation of the word Shin in Shin Godzilla as being red, that it meant oh. red Godzilla. Yeah, I, I, what I read is that it can mean, a, the symbol can mean a lot of things, um, including, I don't know, something like new and, um, oh, I, I, I can't remember, but it was like, it, it sort of translated to God incarnate of yeah. from one, yeah, so there's kind of more than one possible interpretation yeah i've got here new god and true mm -hmm. so yeah god godzilla and true godzilla you know it's like it's toho saying yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah those americans are doing a godzilla this is the real deal over real here dude. yeah yeah sure. yeah 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 but toho cannot make another godzilla film until 2020 right. um because of their contract with legendary entertainment um 
They can't release a live-action Godzilla vi- film in the same year as Legendary do, all right? Right. So, you know, uh, we've had King of the Monsters. We've got Godzilla versus Kong next year. Um, and the contract with Legendary expires next year. So if you're going to see a sequel to Shin Godzilla, it won't be until, I guess, 2021. So okay. did you see King of the Monsters? No. Um, I've, I've mentioned before, I don't go to the cinema... Un, uh, unless it's a, a a real real big big film i tend to wait for blu-ray now you know gotcha. it's just it's just so expensive to go to the cinema now and i've said before so many times being an ex-projectionist um you're used to just watching a film in the morning by yourself okay oh, so you don't like all the people there i don't i don't like people gotcha. no i don't I, I don't like people around me and also when you're a projectionist you're trained to when you watch a film look out for any visual problems or any audio problems so any sound that's not coming out the speaker as it should be your ear pricks up you know I so see. any anyone rustling up yeah any, anyone rustling their popcorn box or anything like that that's it i'm taken out of the film you know i mean when i went to see what was it oh uh, blade runner 2049 that was one of the films i thought yeah i've got to see that on the big screen <sighs> to just not be distracted by everything i had one of my uh, earbuds in one ear and my finger over my ear on the other side for the quiet bits, but just to block out the noise that was around that's, me. That's <laughs> amazing. Wow. So, yeah, I, I, I don't like it. I, I, I don't mind, you know, the Star Warses and stuff like that because, you know, they're pretty much noisy all the way through and you can't hear everybody else. But, no, I, I, I want to focus on a film. I don't want to be wound up by people, you know. Gotcha. I, so so it's sense. out. Yeah, it's out next month. On, on Blu-ray over here. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I am looking forward to it. I, I tell you what I haven't seen. I don't know if you've seen, um, because they haven't done a direct sequel to Shin Godzilla, but Toho have produced a trilogy of animes. No, and I don't watch a lot of animated stuff. I didn't grow up with a television. I didn't grow up watching cartoons, and I really struggle connecting with animation. I mean, I, I do sometimes. It's just I don't tend to go for it, so... Mm. And isn't there a, um, isn't the Titans, like there's a tie-in to Shin Godzilla with, a, um, you know, with the, those monsters, the Titans, right, that are always crunching people up. I think one of the creators of Shin was somehow involved. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll tell you what that might be, because um, Toho have said, you know, if, if, if we do another one, it, it's not going to be a sequel. They want to do what Legendary are doing and do a shared universe thing. Um, um, much like you know Marvel do with the superheroes, uh, and start and start doing more monster films. So you'll have a Rodan standalone film that's referencing Shin Godzilla and things like this, you know. And every so often they'll they'll join up and we'll have a destroy all monsters type scenario. So yeah, but we'll see, <laughs> we'll see. But as it stands, if they don't make another Shin Godzilla uh, or anything with Shin Godzilla, I think this is a a, a stonking tale. And uh, brilliantly executed. And, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it immensely. So thank you very much for that initial post on Facebook because I didn't have a clue of the film even existed until then. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. And it's funny because I, I thought it would be too CGI-oriented for you. I mean, um, but it sounds like the creature design itself was exciting enough for you to get enthused. Yeah, I mean, I mean the designs are terrific. It's... And the CGI is done pr- 
properly that's not the right word um but it, it it's done the way i like cgi that you don't think oh yeah that's impressive but that's just cgi because if it's done well you don't even really think that it's cgi if you see what i mean when it gets too flashy when you get these transformer films with a ridiculous amount <laughs> of cuts per second and you know and you know the zoom in and the zoom out even even was it um the scorsese film uh, about Howard Hughes, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm, I didn't see it. Yeah, there's a shot there where the camera goes up, goes towards a plane, goes straight towards the plane, through the propellers of the plane, through the windscreen to see Leonardo DiCaprio in the plane. And I'm thinking, well, technically that's done well, but that, that, that that's not real. You yeah, know, you're talking about the you aviator. The I didn't see the aviator. That's you, the one. Yeah, there's a lot of sort of showboating with CGI, and first of all, it's it's not going to age well, um, you know, in five ten years. And mm-hmm. secondly, um, when I feel like the shot is just showing off its CGI capability, it takes me out of the film. My husband hates uh, lens flare in movies, so you know, J.J. <laughs> Abrams does a lot of it, yeah. and I never even noticed it before. But he said that. A lens flare implies that there is a camera there. Yes. And I thought, oh, yes. yeah, you're right. So, but yeah. those, those flashy CGI sequences do take me out of the film because I feel like it's showing off the tech as opposed to telling the story. You know, this is a goofy reference, but I think the second Christopher Nolan Batman film is the one where maybe it's the first one where he has hallucinations. Do you remember? Um, and they have a little bit of CGI in that film. So I mm. d- don't feel like that's a heavy CGI film, but they kind of augmented with it. And I, that's yes. how I like it being used uh, yeah. in, a, in a more subtle way, I guess. Subtle compared to the types of stuff you're talking about, like Transformers and all that. Yeah. I, I mean, this film, I think the special effects are very well done, but they're done in a traditional way. I mean, you could, shot for shot, if you if you had the money to, I, pretty much everything you see in Shin Godzilla, you could have done with a man in yeah. a suit, yes. um, with, with, with miniature buildings and stuff like that. It wouldn't have looked like that, but the way they filmed Shin Godzilla as, is as if you have got a man in a I suit. I totally agree with you. And even the shots of the destruction reminded me of model, old model work, mm. right? Yeah. And the way that the final form monster moves is very stiff and weird, mm. and it's definitely looks like a guy in a suit i mean i know they used motion capture but it didn't have that fluidity that we're used to seeing and i i totally agree it like weirdly looked like it was practical effects because of the way they shot it yeah and it's to be applauded for that yeah which leads us nicely into what do you give as a rating for the effects for the whole film out of 10 i guess for the effects i would say i don't know an eight and a half Snap. Am I allowed to do a half? (laughs) Well, that's what I've put. I've put exactly the same. So, yeah, eight and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I think it's a terrific film. So, as I say, thank you very much for uh, educating me on this. Awesome. And I would love to do a three-way with you and Ian anytime on any kaiju film. But um, I feel terrible. I haven't listened to the one you put out a couple weeks ago with the original. So I'm going to have to cue that up after we get off the phone here. Yeah, have a, have a listen about that. Maybe. Did you want to do um, Godzilla King of the Monsters? Absolutely. All right. When that's out on Blu-ray and I've got it, that well, yeah, you, me and Ian, we'll do that one, shall we? Yeah. I can't wait to hear Ian. He's so sarcastic, so... 
He's very sarcastic, but he's incredibly knowledgeable. <laughs> yes, he about, is. Oh, my gosh. About the Toho films. So you say, you and myself, you know, we are not uh, in any way an authority on that. You mm-hmm. know, we're just, you know, uh, fans of the film. So, yeah, yeah, we'll have an expert with us next time. Awesome. Well, thank you. All this right. was a lot of, lot of fun to watch it again and a lot of fun to talk about it with you. Yeah, ditto. Thank you very much, Kelly. All right. All bye right. Bye. See you then, Kelly. Bye-bye.